Jackson Electric Open Line at 672-KROE. That's 672-5763. Now, your hosts on the Jackson Electric Open Lines, Steve Sisson and Floyd Whitey. Good morning and welcome to the Jackson Electric Open Lines. I am Floyd Whiting. I'm here with my friends Steve Sisson and Mr. James Timberlake on the board. Give us a call, 674-4443 or 672-5763. Steve, what do we got as far as the poll question this week? Uh, The question is, are you in favor of YDOT adding a traffic signal to the intersection of East 5th Street and North Sheridan Avenue? And I think probably uh, what we anticipated on the results yeah. on this one, uh, yeah. 80% are in favor, 17% are not, and then uh, 4% undecided. Undecided. I guess those are the folks that never take the street, huh? Uh, yeah, or they don't like the money being spent on it, maybe. That's yeah. a reason to uh, object yeah. to it. If, if, uh, if you objected to this, go ahead and give us a call. I'd love to hear your reasoning behind it. Are you guys uh, all yes? I'm in favor. Taking a left on that... uh, That intersection is a disaster. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the long-awaited traffic signal at the intersection, East 5th Street, North Sheridan Avenue. It's scheduled to be installed the week of March 14th. So that's supposed to be this week. Yeah. 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 I saw them setting up the cones and everything when I drove by there the other day. Yeah, I think I did too. Now, the Wyoming Department of Transportation Commission awarded uh, Casper Electric $482,000 and some change to install this signal. Uh, Casper Electric and its six Wyoming-based subcontractors are scheduled to complete the install by May 19th. So okay. this is going to take a little while. I wonder how uh, much of a intrusion that will be into that traffic on that area while it's being done. Yeah, are they going to shut, like, the street down or, or, like, that part of the street? During construction, contractors are required to keep two lanes of travel open on Fifth Street due okay. to the nature and the location of the project. Once the concrete paving of the intersection begins, there may be short periods of lane closures. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, there's going to be some detours put in place while they get this done. Proper notification will be given to the public at this time, which means... That Laura Dallas up there will probably shoot us a press release. We'll take a look at it, and we'll get it up for you so everyone knows just exactly, I guess, when to try and avoid that. Right. Yeah. Now, the project, things like this, the funding goes way back. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and especially with this one, from what I understand, this, this project's been paid for for quite a while. That's quite typical. Mm-hmm. Usually, you know, uh, I don't know. I'm going to have uh, Laura Dallas from YDOT on the show uh, later this month. We're going to go over all the projects that are slated to be done here in the Sheridan region. That's a long list. It is yeah. a really long list, um, especially for this year. They're wanting to accomplish a lot around here. And I'm not sure. I got to do a little more investigation on where the funding comes from. A lot of this, uh, we all know that, uh, you know, ARPA funds probably play a part. Uh, now I'm I'm not totally sure on that. Like mm-hmm. I said, I still I still got to dive into this. But I imagine the American Rescue Plan Act funding will probably. Uh, take some sort of role. I mean, uh, yeah. you know, and, and Biden, I would agree with Biden on this. If we're going to compete with China, 
we have got to get infrastructure up to date, uh, fixed in some cases, just fixed. But the one, th- <laughs> the one thing about government spending bills is pork. Oh, absolutely. Everyone yeah. always attaches their their project to everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was having a conversation with some officials not very long ago. You know, the budget session that is held every biennium here in the state of Wyoming by our lawmakers used to pretty much be the budget. And this year, there were hundreds of bills that were introduced along with the budget. Redistricting? Yeah. It's constitutional. You got to get that done. Yep. Everything else that you're trying to get through during a budget session, session, I I would disagree with. Now, I wouldn't put any kind of requirements if uh, you know I was the one sitting on the hill making the the calls here. I wouldn't put any requirements that you couldn't introduce a bill, but I would certainly limit it. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. And they got 20 days to get a budget done. And what a lot of people don't know is the majority of the time, putting a budget together what is not as easy as it was this year. Yeah. I mean, we <laughs> yeah. can all, what was it, only just a couple of years ago, the battle over K-12 through funding. Mm-hmm. Huge deal. Um, you know, we get our, our school funding from our minerals. And we all know where those are sitting right now. And uh, so... And we're going to have uh, Mr. Aaron Linden join us here. You know, we, we were going to wait until you got here, but, you know. Uh, <laughs> we decided to go ahead and yeah, have a yeah, show. We, yeah. You know, the, the funny thing is I got caught in road construction. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Fantastic. Fantastic. Uh, so I'm going to go uh, straight over to you then, Aaron, because I would well, love let to. Him, let him sit yeah, down first. Yeah. got here. All right. I'm ready. Uh, I was born ready. Now. When when you're here with us, generally you're not a sitting as a city council member. But today I got to ask you, as as one of the city's leaders, um, how do you feel about this stop sign going in up there? The traffic, traffic the traffic light. light. You know, traffic light. Excuse me. Honestly, I love it because I've talked to fire rescue. I've talked to Travis Coltiska down at the police department. I mean, just for life safety issues. There's a lot of accidents that happen there. There's a lot of big trees there that yeah. occlude views plus the traffic and everything else. And I think it's actually going to alleviate some of that traffic flow down by the railroad tracks and where Main and 5th intersect. And I think I think it's going to be a great thing, honestly. Yeah, I do too. Uh, it, it, most of the time, if they're spending the money to put a signal in, they've looked at certain statistics you know, mm-hmm. uh, these people don't like to spend money. Yeah, you can't just ask for one and get one. No, there has it, to be studies it, it doesn't and, work yeah, that yeah, way. Well, this yeah. has been a long time in the making, as you talked about earlier as I was on my way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. As you were waiting uh, in, in traffic. <laughs> now, <laughs> and, and I'm glad you brought up the trees, because in addition to installing the traffic signal at this intersection, contractors are going to be removing existing sidewalks. They're going to be installing new ones with American with Disabilities Act uh, compliant sidewalks, removing and replacing trees, and removing and replacing the concrete paving at this intersection. And they are going to be removing uh, large cottonwood trees to allow a wider intersection. And and, and that's one thing that, that I want to talk about just real quick. And it's just something that, that kind of irks me now and then. 
Because I think every city has got an intersection like this where somebody's hedge goes right up (laughs) to the curb and you cannot see traffic that Mm -hmm. could possibly be coming from that way. And it kind of drives me nuts. I hate pulling, and and I'm not going to say where this is, but I hate pulling up to this intersection because you got to do that little creep out inches at a time. (laughs) Okay. And then forward. And then eventually you're just like, you put your faith in and you go. Because at this (laughs) intersection, you can creep out to the point where you're like, okay, I think I can get across the road in case there's somebody coming, and and that's what you do. It's it's like Indiana Jones in the Last Crusade. <laughs> I don't have a bridge, but I'm just going to put my faith in and just take that step. And it's that way every single time. So now I actively take another block, which adds to the travel, but it's easier. Right. You know, I'm not going to sit there and have to creep out from behind a hedge. Yeah, sakes. sounds so. sketchy, Floyd. By the way, creeping out from behind a hedge. <laughs> I know it does. That. Yeah, creeping out from behind a hedge, watching traffic. <laughs> but so I think you know, it's when it comes to public safety, and you have a hedge. What are Sheridan's city? Uh, and, and I'm kind of putting you on the spot here. Sure. I, I don't expect you to know this right away. But if somebody brought this up to the city council, you guys would discuss it, right? Or, uh, absolutely, or, absolutely, and. It, in a lot of these situations, the SROs might go out actually and speak to the people about it. You know, yeah. especially if it's not been maintained, if it's you know overgrown. overgrown. Yep. In order to trim it back, or or potentially even discuss it with a landowner and see if it could be removed. Yeah, yeah, and and I would love for this to happen up there. I think it actually has uh, happened over. In the city I'm referring to, and I think the person was basically like, nope, don't care. (laughs) That's my hedge, and that's where it's going to stay. So I don't know uh, what a city can do after that, because private property is private property. There are certain setbacks. Yeah. You know, from from back of curb right to any structure, whether it be shrubs or fence or things of that nature. So you could go out there with your tape measure. Maybe and find yeah. out if it's. <laughs> Do I want to be that person? Yeah, I, don't I think, think it's, I don't it's, some that places it's like ten feet off of the road for in a lot of places. So, yeah, I mean, if they wanted to widen the street, if you had a some you know bushes or whatever there, they could just take them out and put a street in there. So. Yeah. So let's talk about these cottonwood trees up there on on Fifth and and North Sheridan. Are these bad? Are these like huge trees that are blocking views that you can remember? They're or, large and old. Yeah. 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 Some of them are. I mean, the circumference is huge mm-hmm. to the point that you can't see. Yeah. And they're lined up, you know, just so that <laughs> they almost create a wall in a way. But many of them are old, and we've got we've got a city arborist, you know, mm-hmm. that, that's involved that has said some of these things just are dangerous. Because cottonwoods yeah. are notoriously known as the widowmaker because they rot from the inside, and then they just fall down. Yeah, without any oh, external, wow. yeah, no, no clue that it's going to happen. Exactly, yeah. because yeah. from the outside, they look fine. Yeah. But from the inside, they're rotten. So there's some of them that they've identified that they're going to take out. And as Mayor Bridger said, you know, you, you never like to see trees go away. Right, right. But they are going to be replaced with nicer, newer trees. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, yeah, if it's especially if it's a public health hazard. Right. Uh, like that situation. As far as we know, we could cut into these things and be like, whoa, all right. Well, that's good that that's going down. <laughs> all right. We do have a caller. Go ahead, caller. You are on the Jackson Electric open line. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, those trees are gone already. 
Uh, so there's that. Uh, a lot of these uh, on and off ramps off the interstate, each one of those is going to have to end up getting lights. That's most evident. Uh, a big one is up at the high school, uh, having our, our kids uh, at risk of accidents to and from lunch times. Mm-hmm. Um, like the, you're talking about Fifth Street and what Long Drive? Well, there's there's a few areas, but uh, really, I uh, I called this morning to talk about the the people's convoy in dc uh it's been it's been pretty amazing uh they've got some live streamers if anybody's interested in driving along with some truckers uh there's a guy called saznak which is kansas backwards just spelled kansas backwards um and you kind of get to see what's going on there and uh, it's pretty amazing that that it's the metro police that are causing the backups there. Yeah, I've, uh, I've been following a few of those. Uh, for some reason, they, I think I did some research on it, and now it's all that Facebook thinks I want to see. I have multiple <laughs> pages and live streams, and yeah, it's, uh, you, can, you can follow it if you want to. Yep, it's a, it's a huge movement, and they're, they're joining up with uh, New Zealand and Australia because uh, they're having, at this point, officers in riot gear uh, shutting down their peaceful protests. So, yep, this, uh, there's a lot of information coming out and FOIA uh, requests that, uh, that Pfizer and the FDA have released on preliminary results of the vaccine. Um, it's showing that, yeah, it definitely wasn't a, as safe as they, they were saying. So the media is... Uh, becoming the virus here hmm. in uh, keeping this truth and this information from us. It's, it's because... all our fault. It's always our fault. <laughs> well, well not our, you're not reporting on media. COVID anymore, are you? It's, well, always, it's always media's fault. <laughs> yep. Even though it's easy as heck to find, it's well, always it's the media's the World fault. Economic Forum and Klaus Schwab. New it's World Order. what's going on in Canada. It's what's going on in Russia. You want to look at where it's leading Russia is a prime example with the World Economic Forum. He was actually just removed because there's, you know, such a distaste for Russia at this point. But he's part of it, mm-hmm. and they're all on there. Canada. Okay. Well, streetlights up on the on ramps and a convoy protesting. Uh, something. <laughs> mandates yeah i guess uh, you could say yeah i think that's kind of in general what it is uh i was looking at numbers uh yeah following those live streams around and it looks to me like the the convoy that's doing laps around dc is about 30 trucks so if you just look at it if it weren't for the flags and stuff it just looks like normal dc beltway traffic right but they have a little <clears throat> extra decorations and certain you know statements on the on the trucks and stuff that makes it stand out a bit and lights and stuff going so i mean and- it's one of them had Ted Cruz as a passenger. So yeah. Ted Cruz. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ted Cruz. Yeah, Ted, yeah, Ted yeah, Cruz right. jumped in with somebody and took a ride. Well, um, um, yeah, he, he likes to travel. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we've got another caller. Go ahead. You're on the Jackson Electric open line. Thank you. 
The uh, convoy has a lot of uh, stuff going on uh, pertaining to the emergency powers that the federal government was issued. And I think it was after 400,000 businesses ended up imploding because of the shutdowns. Uh, it's more than mandates. It's the fact that they can issue an emergency power. And this gets into indefinite detention because that's what NDAA is. And I don't know anybody that's going to argue that throwing somebody in a box indefinitely without due process is any, anywhere near American. So it's not about the mandates. It's about the powers that they've issued to themselves that they're not going to relinquish. Throwing they're someone gonna... in a box. Who's getting thrown in a box without due process? Well, the January 6th folks are still sitting there, and Jesse Smollett's <laughs> yeah. out on the street. So. Guantanamo <laughs> Bay. Yeah. <clears throat> so, well, and we saw some of that in the Portland let's, protests, let's too. This is some yeah, serious tax. You know, this is serious. This is serious. Black bag operations. Yeah, we were talking about that, actually. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They, they just released a guy for 20 years in Guantanamo Bay. What what was uh, what did he do? There were there. What did he do if they released him? No, you go he ahead and no tell trial. me. What he did he do? He wasn't charged. Why was well, he, he in Guantanamo Bay? had somebody kick in their door. Yeah, they had. Well, that was he sitting at home you're doing a, some you're macrame a veteran, or you're aware what was he of doing? What, those, what the situation was? <laughs> what was he doing? Were you part of kicking in doors? What was he? You know, I I Have, think now you just want to argue. You, d you don't seem well, to know what this I, I individual did that, that got him down that, to Guantanamo Bay. But you know he's been released. You're, you're, you're arguing for indefinite detention, then. I'm not okay. arguing for indefinite detention. I want to know well, what the individual did. Well, it should be an adamant did. no. It is not okay. That is not what we took a, an oath for. Well. We'll end well. it there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you don't even know what he did. And Guantanamo Bay, and I'm not going to defend not just Guantanamo. One person, been, man, come it, on. It should have been shut down a long, long time ago. Yeah. I do believe Obama said he was going to shut it down, and he never did. That's right, yep. And the government has the power to establish something like Guantanamo. And this is the, how they get around that, is it's not on American soil. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yep. Now, it is something that needs to be looked at. It is something that needs to be followed. It is something that needs to be investigated. Absolutely. Because everybody deserves due process. Or the argument can be made if you are a foreign entity that has attacked American sovereignty, American troops, um, or caused terrorism on American soil... Do you have the right? That is the question. Yeah, yeah. What right? The same. Uh, well, do you have the right to the same yeah. rights I have as yeah, a does, citizen? Does the U.S. Constitution apply to you as not a U.S. citizen? Where do you it, fall? Because I'll guarantee you, do any of that. If if you're a terrorist, and and you're seized by the United States military, it's not American law that we're you know mm -hmm. regular U.S. law that you're being tried by. This is the UCMJ. After that. Mm -hmm. This is military law. This is this is law on war. This is completely different. Now I'm not giving it a justification. Should they have held that guy? 
20 years. Depends on what he did. Depends on what he did, doesn't it? Yeah, very much so. Depends on the investigations that were going on that you probably don't know about. But you can take half of information and say what you want. Yeah, you can make it say whatever you want. Everything's a conspiracy when you don't know how the world works. All right, we're going to go to a quick commercial break. This is the Jackson Electric Open Lines on electric and you'll see the light. Maybe it's as simple as adding an extra outlet. Maybe it's as detailed as wiring an industrial building. Maybe it's high efficiency LED lighting or fire alarm system or phone system installation and repair. Maybe it's data system wiring, irrigation wiring, or electric motor sales and repair. Commercial, residential, industrial, agriculture, above ground, below ground. Call Jackson Electric and you'll see the light. 1851 North Main in Sheridan. Dreaming of green grass, sunny days, and long drives down the fairway? Well, so are we. It's time to get ready for the 2022 season at Kendrick Golf Course. Rates are still extremely reasonable, making Kendrick Sheridan's best golf value. Take advantage of their preseason discounts and save even more. Discounted passes now on sale at City Hall or online at SheridanWY.gov through March 31st. The snow will be gone and the grass will be greening up before you know it. Don't miss out. Play this season at Kendrick Golf Course. Did you know that in Old English gambling dens, there was a guy whose only job was to swallow all the dice if the police raided the place? You know what else you don't know? How to fix or repair your 404 side-by-side. Handles to the rescue. Just one phone call and faster than snake eyes, Joe will come and get it, fix what's broke, and bring it back again. It ain't rocket surgery. Just don't try it at home. Call Joe Hando at Hando Service Center on Sheridan's Heartland Drive. Moss Holders Design Center is here to help you create a space that you'll love. If you're relocating, remodeling, or just refreshing your home, Moss Holders' talented design team can help you through the process. With free in-home consultations, Moss Holders will be able to find the furniture and finishing touches that work best with your space, your lifestyle, and your budget. So if you want to change the look of just one room or furnish an entire home, Moss Holders designers can get it done. Moss Holders. Furniture is our passion. Good morning and welcome back to Public Pulse, or excuse me, Jackson Electric Open yeah. Lines. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of a, it's a, it, it's a different version of Public Pulse. Yeah. It's kind of a hybrid. Yeah. Friday fun day. You know, I always, I always told people, you know, in radio and in a lot of other situations, you have what's called can responses. And oh, we, yeah. We do it all the time. Yep. When we're walking down the street, someone's like, Hey, how you doing? And you look at them and go, yeah, you too. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, God, yeah, yeah. Oh, got I the doing? wrong one out of what the What am I doing? And I can't tell you how many times I've seen Floyd in the hallway, and I'm like, hey, Floyd, how you doing? He goes, five minutes before the top of the hour. <laughs> I'm like, I don't even know what that means. It happens to me a ton when I answer the phone. I just oh, answer I'm sure. like I'm shared to media when I'm on the cell phone or something. Oh, yes. <laughs> yep. You know, uh, he, he doesn't listen to the show, so I could talk trash on my little brother, but <laughs> get him. he's all the way over in Oregon. 
He used to answer the phone when we were little kids. It was great. He, Hello. <laughs> like when he was nine. It was absolutely great. He didn't want anyone to know he was home. <laughs> yeah. Well, without a without a grown male or something. It was great. <laughs> he wanted everyone to think there was a buff monster hiding in the closet. Now, um, ARPA funding. This is money that has basically been handed to a lot of different governments, just about every government entity, uh, from the feds. Uh, now, everyone pretty much got a share based upon population. And a lot of this money is comes with a lot of rules. And I think, and, and the hard thing is, I don't know if the rules are different for state or city or county, or if everyone's got to obey the, the same outline or or guidelines that were sent down well the rules changed that's yeah, the crazy yeah. thing a, uh when was that not very long a, ago a few months back yeah maybe. yeah because when it was a f- originally sent out so arpa is the american rescue plan act mm-hmm. um they made it so it was it had to be covid related now figure this out broadband okay you're working from home right right streets okay Okay, yeah, so you're pushing could it get a little to the there. hospital, maybe? I don't know. <laughs> and then, like, water sewer projects. And they couldn't be allocated for projects that were already in the works and whatever. It had to be all new stuff. Then they came out and said, eh, oh, and then uh, payroll for, like, life safety. So fi- firemen, police, officer, hiring, Extra whatever. staff that you had to bring Extra on. Extra staff that you had to bring on. Then they kind of came out and said, ah, we're just kidding. You can use it for whatever you want. <laughs> So it, it, it changed over time with what the requirements on it were. There's still some restricted funds, and you can't use it to, you know, pay salary, and you can't use it now to pay, you know, taxes or... Mm-hmm. Or, or like uh, lawsuits exactly. if the city had one. Yeah. So it's become a little bit more of an open gambit of what you want to use it for. In a way, that can be good. We've got a caller. Go ahead, caller. You're on the Jackson Electric open line well good morning good morning i have just a couple things first back to that traffic light i'm just wondering if the traffic light there on uh fifth and sheridan avenue will get synced to the the trains crossing uh on on fifth so that the traffic can be diverted instead of backed up there at the at the train crossing itself so they're actually looking at in phase two, I think, of the Fifth Street beautification project of installing an early warning train system so that there will be, and I don't know what it looks like yet, a countdown time or whatever train will be here in 30 seconds or, the, you know, the, the crossing is going to close in two minutes or whatever it is so that, you know, just like the street lights, you know, when it flashes three, two, one, you know it's going to go yellow, mm-hmm. so you better slow down or speed up, whatever your <laughs> preference is. But they're, they're, they I'll are looking up. at something like that for the train at Fifth Street. Perfect. And, and yeah. hopefully they'll put it on, uh, on the east side of the interstate because that would help divert traffic as well. So not not just coming in town, but but basically pushing people to the other two exits. That would be great. Mm-hmm. Thank you. So th- the next one, uh, you were talking about the, the budget year and, and a couple things. And by the way, 
when Senator Kinski was on, he just did a fantastic job of summarizing what was going on down there. I, I spent the whole four weeks observing, and he did a great job of explaining uh, kind of the problems that they've run into and and all the budget. I agree. It, I agree with that. In, yeah. Yeah. In terms of uh, trying to manage it, uh, first of all, they do have the two-thirds vote for introduction of any bill. So that, that creates one barrier to the, the bevy of bills that come in. Uh, the second is that, by rule, the Senate has already limited the number of bills that can be sponsored by individuals, which not only they've got half as many people, but that half as many uh, also have limits on how many, in, whether it's a budget year or not, they can put in. And so you don't get the issues where you have, like, an individual in the House who puts in 12 bills, um, and then surprise, surprise, none of them ever pass. Um, and, then the, and then finally, as, as far as managing the number of bills, the, the House leadership, uh, and I, I know that people are mad about some of them not going through, but the House leadership in particular this year really managed the flow of bills uh, as they were going through because early on they can get through a lot, but at the end it really gets choked. So they were doing a great job of, of managing uh, how many bills were going to end up on the floor after they came for, to committee or ensuring that they don't go to committee at all. And so that makes a lot of people mad, but it also does a great job of, of managing the flow. All right. Uh, do you happen to know just and and you know you might not have the information right in front of you, but how many bills are they allowed to introduce uh, now now or sponsor on a budget year? So I don't believe it's different between budget and regular, and I seem to recall that the Senate limits it to three, and the House has no limit. Okay. So the Senate limits it, mm-hmm. and the House basically says, okay, bring forward whatever you want. Yeah, open the floodgates. Sometimes they do. Mm. Oh, they, they regularly do. Um, and it's, it's funny, the, when you look at the pattern of the bills that pass, it, it makes sense that the likelihood of a committee bill passing is like three times that of an individual bill, which hasn't had the kind of vetting that a committee bill has. Uh, but also, the last-minute bills, they only have like a 15% pass rate, and yet those bills suck up all the time of legislative service office, which they can't keep enough staff. Uh, you know, they, they always have open positions. Yeah. And so a flood of last-minute bills just makes it worse for the LSO. And th- those people are amazing, what they get through. Oh, but yeah, those people at the service office. <laughs> Holy yeah. cow. But it's abusive in my mind. Imagine like imagine how many how many hours were spent typing uh, within that oh, 20 days. Oh, uh, oh, because then right. it's not just the bills. You've got amendment after amendment after amendment yeah. that is tapped onto these things over. I mean, look at the redistricting bill. Oh, man. Yeah, right. <laughs> it is it is insane. Uh, and then... Is the uh, LSO person who, for some strange reason, is going to be leaving LSO to a job where maybe he doesn't have to work until one or two o'clock in the morning? Um, but it would get Michael old. Blank mm-hmm. was amazing, and he did all of those maps. 
Wow. Well, fantastic job. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, yeah. those things changed sometimes two to three times a day. Uh, yeah. Now, Just on that redistricting, the Senate almost tanked it because there was at least one individual who wanted a precinct and he was going to tank the entire plan if he didn't get that precinct. Uh, unbelievable. So, yeah, the personalities are interesting. Now, uh, you sound like you're pretty good at paying attention, so I'm going to ask uh, your opinion. With okay. the uh, advantage of, of the YouTube um, viewing uh, and the it, the website, I found that this is probably the most transparent government has ever been. Would you agree with that? I, I absolutely agree with it, and it's, and it's not just for the people – um, who who can't get down there? I mean, I I'm retired and I, I carve out money to get a, uh, an Airbnb down there. Uh, so the people who can't get down there can really f- track and follow and see what's going on and see the kind of you know without being able to see a committee, you really don't know. First of all, the way in which they're being managed, the way in which it's. They're, they're working very hard, these chairs, to ensure that people get a chance to speak, whether they're online or in person. But also the amazing amount of information that comes out, because as a citizen legislator, they, they don't know that event. Yeah. But it also helps if you're one of the walks that are down there where you can be sitting in one um, committee or one uh, gallery and be able to listen uh, to what's going on in the other. You can run to the other. But then you also can, if you do like I do, go in and, and copy down. So if somebody says something, you can capture it and go back and say, why did you say that? Yeah. So I, I love it. This is, this is amazing. They, they have to keep this up. I agree. You can't put the cat back in the bag. If, uh, you know, I don't know how other states are running their stuff. I really don't. But uh, if, if they're doing it like this, then they're doing it right. I feel like uh, the LSO down there has worked really hard to make this as transparent as possible. And you really can. You can sit there and you can listen to every word. You can watch all the committees that you want. And yep. y- if you want to pay attention and learn how this actually happens, you can do it. Uh, so I really appreciate it. Thank you for your call. Uh, I got you. I'm going to head on to another caller. Go ahead, caller. You're on the Jackson Electric open line. Okay. Is it me this time? It's you this time. Oh, okay. I hate to interrupt somebody. Anyway, I wanted to comment on the truckers, but first I wanted to comment on your poll question. I voted for the traffic light on Fifth and Sheridan Avenue. I don't like it, but... You know, when they built that new exit up there on the north end of town, I think most of the tourists and other travelers just sail right on by that because they don't see any town anywhere around. And by the time they read the sign, they're, they can't turn off on the off-ramp. So they're turning off on 5th Street. And... That uh, might be all right for the information center, but I use Fifth Street a lot. And, boy, sometimes I, I've seen that traffic backed up from the train tracks clear up the hill past Sheridan Avenue. Yeah. 
Uh, both of these guys boy. here are nodding their heads. Oh, yeah. I've been too. in that line. Yeah. Yeah. I have, too. Oh, you guys have. Yeah. Okay. It's really a mess. So I don't know whether putting a traffic light there is going to help with the problem or not. But the other thing I wanted to comment on is uh, the truckers. I've seen the videos when they were protesting in Canada. And I've seen cops are beating on those guys with clubs. And I saw one video where five cops were beating up a trucker and they were hitting him in the face with their fists and everything. Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say I know a Canadian, and uh, I didn't see the videos that you saw, but this Canadian friend of mine told me, you know, you guys are not seeing everything. Mm-hmm. You know, good old Mr. Peaceful Justin Trudeau up there, mm-hmm. uh, because Canada pays its press, yes. which, what the heck, yeah. um, they were able to control what United States citizens and what other Canadian citizens saw. And this Canadian friend of mine did tell me, they are beating people oh, yeah. and dragging them out of the street. And then, once they get all those people nice and beat and drugged down the road... They invite the news cameras right. in. Yeah. <laughs> so right. I would agree with you on that mm-hmm. uh, as far as their treatment of mm-hmm. the truckers. The was. most telling video was some of the live stream stuff that got released. Yeah. That yeah. They yeah. tried to make sure was not released. Yeah. So, uh, you know, that, that's a big, big black eye uh, on Trudeau for me. Yeah. For me. Yeah. I've, I've told people for years that Canada is a socialist country because some people have kind of gotten fed up with our government, said they wanted to move to Canada, and I've told them, well, leave your guns here. But I think that the way they've done these truckers, and supposedly they've stolen their money out of their bank accounts and all kinds of things, uh, I think they've crossed the line into communism because communism is socialism by force. And I don't want to take up too much of your time, but I was one of the people that stood out by the highway and waved flags as the the Freedom Convoy went by. And I was pretty proud to be part of the group that was out there. We were on the 5th Street exit up there. There's a lot more on the other one, but we could see cars parked along the road. Looked like all the way to... Uh, Brundage Lane, but anyway, those truckers, they were pretty happy to see us out there, and they, you know, a lot of them have smiles on their faces, and they honk their horns and all that, and it's kind of nice being around patriotic people that like freedom, but there was one, one ending kind of to it that really irritated a lot of us. A Well, first, some of the cars that went by, you could tell by their faces they had no clue what we were doing out there. <laughs> yeah, just happened to be in the right place at the right time, yeah. Yeah, it's amazing to me with all the Internet and cell phones and everything, how many people actually strive for ignorance. <laughs> and I think probably half of those people would have supported what we were doing if they'd have known what we were doing. <laughs> but... Anyway, the last but not least, uh, a big 18-wheeler Walmart truck went by, Mm -hmm. going from Sheridan to Billings about noon. 
case the manager of Walmart's listening, <laughs> and he flipped us off. <laughs> now, we were all baffled at that because why would a trucker be against our support of truckers? That's stupidity. I don't know what his problem was, but uh, anyway, I guess you always have to have a goofball in the branch where, wherever you're at. Wherever you go. Yep. All right. Yeah. I got to take a quick commercial yeah, break. I appreciate the call. This is the Jackson Electric Open Lines on 930 KROE and 103.9 FM. Shared. Plug into Jackson Electric and feel the power. If it has anything to do with electricity, anything at all, call Jackson Electric. Commercial, residential, agricultural, it makes no difference. Call Jackson Electric. Jackson Electric does high-efficiency LED lighting and fire alarm systems installation, wiring at home, wiring a business, new electrical service, or enlarging existing service. Call Jackson Electric, and you'll see the light. 1851 North Main in Sheridan. Having your own business can be overwhelming. Parker Mellinger can make your life easier with payroll preparation, accounting, and tax services. Our fixed price agreement is set according to your needs and features unlimited phone calls and meetings for one monthly fee. Choose only the services you need and we will tailor them to fit your business. Call today to see how we can provide you with cost-effective solutions. Parker Mellinger, 1811 South Sheridan Avenue in Sheridan. Charitable giving is often an important part of your future. This is Jeff Tomlinson, financial advisor and branch manager at Stiefel. I can help you develop a charitable giving strategy designed to potentially maximize your tax benefits and reduce your record-keeping burden. Call us at 307-672-3434 to discuss how a Stiefel donor-advised fund can help create a positive impact on the causes you care most about. Stiefel Nicholas and Company Incorporated, member SIPC and NYSE. It's spring cleaning time, and few things make you feel better than having a clean, shiny car or truck. It's almost like driving a new vehicle. Everybody seems to be checking you out. Feel that way again with a stop at Martini Detailing. The Martini crew will have you looking shiny and new in no time. They'll even pick up and deliver your vehicle within the city limits. Hey, it's not too early to get a gift card for Mother's Day as well. Visit Martini Detailing today at 409 Broadway in Sheridan. bagged your trophy elk. Now imagine having its ivory handcrafted into the perfect piece of jewelry. At Legacy Diamond and Gems, their in-house jewelers can take your memory of the big hunt and preserve it into fine pieces of jewelry to last generations. Using your imagination, the skilled jewelers at Legacy Diamond and Gems can create something truly exceptional. Visit them at 11 North Main Street or online at LegacyDiamondGems.com. Hurry in now. It's finally March, which means it is time for that famous college basketball tournament. And that means the people that know what I'm talking about are definitely watching it at work. Don't close that tab. It's already kind of obvious. If you want a preview for every single game from the tournament, then come tune into the Weekend Sports Wrap Podcast where we have a college basketball extravaganza where I break down every single game from the tournament. So come tune in. The Weekend Sports Wrap Podcast wherever you get your podcasts or on SheridanMedia.com or PodcastWyoming.com. 
Good morning and welcome back to the Jackson Electric Open Line. Nailed it. Nailed it. <laughs> I'm you got the right canned response this time. I am here with my friends Steve Sisson, Aaron Linden, and J- uh, James Timberlake. Didn't I almost, nail it. I almost called him Justin again. I'm sorry, buddy. <laughs> you get you know, I'm sure you actually <laughs> probably do, don't you? Uh, James Timberlake in the box with us this morning, and we are discussing ARPA funds. Uh, we're getting calls talking about the trucker convoy. We're getting uh, calls talking about legislature this year. And, and you know, she brought up a great point, uh, and, and I asked her that question. Uh, do you feel that the transparency of government has improved over the course of the last decade? I think it absolutely has. It's just, are you paying attention? Yeah. Yeah. And that's the big issue is you still have that sect of society that hears their sound bites. They get their news from a blurb on Facebook yeah. or Instagram. I was told I was old the other day because right. nobody has Facebook. Yeah, it's Facebook's Instagram. the grandparents. It's, right. it's, yeah, it's for us old folks. Mm-hmm. So they, they get that, but they don't do the research. They haven't paid attention. I was, I'm impressed with that gal that called. Yeah. That, I mean, she goes down there mm-hmm. from what it sounded like. But I think it is much more transparent than it ever has been. I mean, you look at city council meetings, they're all right there, yeah. televised, not televised, but they're on, on the website to go back and look at and research and whatever. So if you want to pay attention, if you want to know what was said, you can find out. And I think that that's, that's amazing. And, and the thing of it is, I don't think we can make it any more transparent than we are. Every... And and this is all local, okay? I can't talk for the federal government. Right. I don't, right. I don't that's go, a whole different story. That's, that's a yeah. whole different yeah. thing going on there. And this is one reason why I am a statist. Because my representatives, my senators, my city council members, my county commissioners, they're my neighbors. And, and many of them are business owners. And when I say many, a majority mm-hmm. are business owners. So they've got that in mind as they go forward. And... One thing I'm sure there's lobbyists in Cheyenne who oh, are doing a lot of who's doing their due diligence in their job. But when it comes to local government, there's much less of that. Or you can look at someone and be like, you know, Joe Snuffy, I've known you since we were ten. I am not gonna promote this legislation to allow you to dump into the river or whatever. You know, it's more centralized more accessible. Mm-hmm. And if you want to look at the government, that's where you start. That's where you go. Stick local. The feds are going to do what the feds do. If you want to pay attention to them, I think you're getting about, I don't know, I'm sure there's a study out there somewhere, but I'd guess about 25% of what's really happening. You're getting what the other party wants you to know, bad about them, right? and vice versa. That's what you're getting, especially if you're paying attention to some of these major news outlets. Now, it, it, it's not even news. Propaganda. Yeah. It's propaganda for one side or the other. And you can get stuck in an echo chamber to the point where you think, you know, why isn't the world standing up and doing something about this? Right. Well, it's because you've been sitting there listening to one station for far too long. And you've canceled everything else out and you've stepped on your own foot. You don't know what's happening. With this YouTube, you can watch committees. I mean, I it was actually a it reinstilled my faith in government to watch these guys passionately go back and forth. And this was just redistricting. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like this wasn't like a hard, massive bill 
that, you know, tore the world apart or anything. Mm -hmm. It was redistricting. And every single one of them went down there and fought just as hard as they could for, in some cases, two to 300 people. Right. Right. My opinion, can't ask for more. Joe Snuffy's the fake name you went with, huh? I always, well, it's a military <laughs> thing. Joe Snuffy, okay. yeah, yeah. It's a good one. John he, Smith is too tough now. Huh? Well, it's overused. It's overused. Right. Yeah. I Joe, actually know somebody with the name John Smith. Well, see, yeah, then, see, that's the thing. Then it's accusational. Yeah. Right. right. <laughs> yeah. So uh, now we've only got about three minutes left. Uh, but Aaron, since you are sitting right here, uh, and and I've. I, I could leave. No. Just, <laughs> <laughs> he almost didn't make it. <laughs> I, I, I did a story on uh, how the city's looking at spending its ARPA funds. Um, I know you weren't – like, did you want to accept this money, or, or were you kind of on the fence, or – You know, it was interesting how that came down. It was almost like you couldn't not accept it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, they, they just said, here it is. Yeah. Like, do something with it. And if you knew if you knew that you could do good with this – why not do it, right? Well, that, like that's my opinion. Here's the thing: I am I'm more of a fiscal conservative. Like, mm-hmm. if if the city or the county can't utilize all that money, then put it back in the pot. Yeah, you know, cut taxes, lower inflation, do you know, do something. But when it's just forced on you, you almost just have to go. Okay, well, we have to use it. Yeah, you know, it's like the it's like the what was it the Navy has to fly their planes so that they get their allocation of jet fuel yep. for the next month, even though they don't need to fly the planes. They've got mm-hmm. their training in. It's like uh, it's wasteful spending, yeah. but yep. it comes in, so you use it. Mm-hmm. And see, that's the thing is at one point somebody said, well, they're not using it, John. Go ahead and pull it out from underneath them, thinking that they were being fiscally conservative, but then they were, you know, kind of dogging them for the next month or dogging right. them for the next uh, fiscal year because that happens all the time. Uh, especially in the military. Uh, give away a little bit of a secret here, but uh, every year when there's big pot of money waiting for spending and they need to get it done, they know DO, uh, the DOD is not just going to hand them all this money if they didn't use it the year before. Right. So then you start getting requests from <laughs> uh, these individuals saying, you know what, you need to find some some places that need yep. money yep. right now, yep. right now, that's and why it's hammers, a mad dash at the end. Hammers cost $75 in the military. Right? <laughs> yeah. like, yep. like I guess. <laughs> and it, see, it's a ridiculous process that is now snowballed yeah. to the point where it almost seems unstoppable. It's oh, like that absolutely. episode of The Office when they have the overhang and they want they don't know whether to buy the chair. They're trying to debate whether to buy chairs or, or the printer for The Office. I haven't seen that. Well, I, okay. I don't watch right. The Office. Never mind. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, the, I'm the guy who, who didn't watch it. But, uh, yeah, so it, it, when it comes to spending, and, and this is the thing that keeps me awake at night, isn't it our government? Isn't it our choice? Isn't it, it – can't we put the brakes on this? That's how it was set up. Yeah. But right? kind of to the other poll question that we had, you know, have we given too many of these rights over to the feds? And in a lot of ways – we think we're controlled by them when we actually do control them, but we have to take an active role in controlling right. them. Right. And all it takes is going to the polls and picking the right guy and keeping the lobbyists out of there. <laughs> all right. This has been the Jackson Electric Open Lines on 930 KROE 103.9 FM. Share.
From the simplest to the most complex electrical applications, Jackson Electric has the knowledge, experience, and reputation to meet and exceed any electrical need or equipment. Jackson Electric expertise even includes phone systems, data systems, LED lighting systems, fire alarm systems, and irrigation systems. Residential, commercial, industrial, agricultural. If it has anything to do with electricity, anything at all, Jackson Electric does it. 1851 North Main in Sheridan. Hi, it's Steve Mann. Have you heard the commercials for the Mark Patrick Stop Smoking seminars? And they said only $49.99, and it could work for you. So I thought, that's not even a week's worth of smoking. So I went, and guess what? It did work for me. You know, my friends and family are still amazed. I quit smoking. I didn't have cravings, anxiety, or weight gain. Listen, I don't know how it works, but I know it works because I'm living proof, and it's 100% guaranteed. So what do you got to lose? I'll tell you what you got to lose. A very bad habit. Join Mark Patrick Seminars and stop smoking now without cravings, irritability, weight gain, or your money back. Only $49.99 guaranteed. Become a non-smoker with hypnosis designed to work without anxiety, irritability, or weight gain. For only $49.99, become a non-smoker. That's right. Seminar Friday, March 25th at the Ramada Hotel in Sheridan from 8 to 10 p.m. Registration starts at 7.30. Weight loss seminar starts at 5.30 and stop smoking at 8 p.m. They say a good restaurant is like a vacation. It transports you and it becomes a lot more than just about the food. Frackleton's is like that. It's not just a cafe, it's an event with food. Food like our grilled flat iron steak. Grilled to your specifications and served over Tex-Mex risotto, topped with cilantro, house-made crema, and salsa matcha. Frackleton's flat iron steak. Good food is good mood. Frackleton's Main Street, downtown Sheridan. The following message is presented by the Home Loan Center of First Federal Bank and Trust on Coffee Avenue. Hi, Dean Roberts here. Do you have a 1963 or older tractor? Want to have some fun and learn more about the antique tractor pulling? You're invited to join the Sheridan Area Antique Tractor Pullers for our annual meeting, 12 o'clock noon, March 19th at CK Equipment. Everybody's welcome. For more. 